0: Welcome to the View Tourism Podcast, and I'm Koji Bantum Williams. The View Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever I get your podcasts. In this episode, the general manager of Veranda Grand Bay in Mauritius, Yanni Buhuao, Discusses the return of business to pre pandemic levels. He singles out training and capacity building as an essential tools to building the robust hotel subsector in Mauritius. So, welcome to the View Tourism Podcast uh, here in Mauritius in Grand Bay. And uh, I have the honor of speaking to the general manager for uh, Veranda. Uh, can you introduce yourself,
1: please? Hi, my name is Gianni uh, Bandois, and I'm the general manager of Veronda Grand Bay. Okay. Yeah. Wow, great. Uh, how is how is uh,
0: tourism here? I mean, after the um, uh, reopening, how 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 are things picking up in terms of numbers, in terms of your guests?
1: Uh, I believe that uh, after the COVID pandemic, um, I think we've recovered pretty well. Um, uh, I'm not sure if to it say it's revenge travel or. <laughs> no, that's <what> saying. <laughs> I mean, it's but going uh, all manner of words, So yes, but like I believe yes, of course. Uh, I believe that um, figures wise, I think compared to 2018-19, I think uh, Mauritius has done pretty well to recover. Um, hoping that this obviously takes it further and further, and um, yeah.
0: Okay. Let's talk about the hotel itself. Mm. Uh, you managing there, What's was being there? Obviously, I, I yes, they were told you're we super full. Yeah, and uh, I've been whispered that hotel December or there. You know, thereafter the hotel is very booked.
1: Yes, uh, we've been very lucky. I mean, we opened on the 1st of um, first of July. Obviously, first of July. First of July. Wow. We reopened the hotel. It was closed for two years. Um, and um, we've been very lucky and fortunate um, that um, it's picked up so good. We have a very a fantastic team that is working hard to make sure that we have our clients uh, in, you know, in rooms in here. And um, so far, I can't complain. I mean, to run a hotel which is full, is, this is what we all want in the hospitality industry, right?
0: Okay, but uh, again... If we if we uh, look at a place like here give us a picture because it's an, uh, an audio podcast for, mm-hmm. for, for, for those of us for people who want to listen to us yes.
1: give us a, a sense of okay what the sense is, of uh, Veranda Hotel what, what of uh, what do you call our offering we our concept is Creole chic okay so basically if you look around you'll see the the design is still very much colonial okay uh, What we want we want our, our guests to feel when they come to Mauritius. To feel part of our, our history, basically. And you can actually basically have everything here at the resort, uh, at the hotel at hotel level. I'll give you an example. Look at Laplace. At Laplace, you have this little kiosk over here. And this kiosk in the morning, you have a fruit station. Okay, followed by, uh, after the fruit station, you've got the fruits, the... Um, You have the fruit uh, confit, which you would actually get at the beach. Wherever you go in Mauritius, you'll see the people selling it everywhere else. Um, then we have uh, a time uh, from um, 12 to 3, which we have um, gajak corner. Gajak is basically our little snack in Mauritius. You know, fried gato which is uh, chili bites for you. Um, then later on, you have tea time, which is pancakes, Salty pancakes, or what you call sweet pancake, and then in the evening, we turn it into a rumba. So, basically, you've got all of the things that you would, if you had to go visiting around, we can provide it here for you. Okay, uh, our cuisine uh, we have two restaurants. Uh, the main restaurant is Food Comptoir, uh, which we serve international dishes as much as Mauritian dishes, as well, specialty Mauritian dishes. And the lazy lobster is a seafood. Restaurant, however, we do cater for everything else, you know. Um, but uh, the main character there would obviously be lobsters, so they come to Mauritius and experience the whole lobster dinner and stuff like this. Yeah, what's your yeah. capacity? What are My capacity? The pool for the kids yes, we do actually. Okay. If you look, we have the main pool here, um, and um, in our leisure corner. We have a pool for teenagers and a pool for kids, all right? Our leisure corner is uh, basically, they provide activities, entertainment activities. We've got beach volleyball. uh, We've got the pool table, um, a few other things. And obviously, some of the entertainment that we provide uh, at the hotel, the team uh, sort of like make it up as they go as well. And uh, we have the list that you can have everything that you can do throughout the day as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, capacity
1: of the hotel yeah. is at uh, ninety-five rooms. 95 we have rooms, eight okay. rooms, which are apartments, self-catering apartments. Okay. Uh, at the moment, we are selling it as a category. But if you wish to have it as a self-catering room only, it is possible. It is uh, adapted with uh, oven, uh, stove, and uh, utensils for you to be able to cook, and you know, as a safe catering uh, apartment.
0: Okay. Great. Uh, now, uh, as you spoke before the uh, before the interview, and your and your and your your own journey is uh, you know fascinating. Uh, let's look at post the pandemic, and then you're talking about revenge travel. At the same time, the phenomenon that we're looking at is what we're seeing: not people wanting the classic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've seen pretty much more experiential trips and everything. What are what you doing, are you doing you? first as a hotel and as a destination? To not just come sun, sea, and sun, mm-hmm. but something that you know offers something more, much more, pretty much uh, you know, fulfilling for,
1: uh, for, for the guests. I believe that um, for me personally is to focus on the service. All right, um, you know, you can either provide a service which is uh, robotic. Uh, which is okay you're coming to a hotel and it's like you know no, do this do this do this. <laughs> this, this. Exactly. here when you come what I want what my team provides is that they give you a natural service um, it's that Mauritian Hospitality okay. you know? uh, we've been known for this mean? for me the Mauritian Hospitality is from the minute that you enter the smile alright you don't have to you walk around if you're walking in the garden the gardener would say good morning to you you know you walk Anywhere, any team member you meet, they will be the first ones to greet you. And it's just that smile, and they're ready to strike a conversation with you, should you wish, you know. Uh, For me, um, people that are visiting our country, our culture, need to see that, because uh, the friendliness of our team member has been um, something, a strength for us for many years. However, as you know... um, it's changed everywhere around the world when it comes to service in hospitality, in restaurants, in... Uh, yeah. Everywhere you go, it, there's a challenge when it comes to labor or people in the human hospital resource. industry, you know, yeah. human resource. However, it's uh, constant training, um, getting people to love what they do, you know, but here I say again, I'm always going to say that I'm very lucky to have the team that I have. Do you
0: have an uh, uh, internal mechanism to you know, do your own training uh, for your staff? Yes we
1: and do and we that. we have our head office who provides you well, know I like uh, trainings uh, any trainings that we might want or need we do have that and we do it internally as well. Uh, each head of department uh, have their training schedules um, knowing that now <clears throat> you can't just uh, always go for somebody who is uh, highly qualified yeah. you know sometimes the to move forward it's changing quick evolve, Um so. <laughs> Uh, we tend to take in a lot of people and uh, basically do the training ourselves so that uh, we can move forward. Because if we're going to wait for the perfect candidate, you know, for me, I always say there's no perfect candidate. Um, for me, it's, um, I would say that you find somebody with a good attitude, skills yeah. can be taught later. Okay, yeah.
0: Now, let's look at a destination finally and uh, what you think uh, can be done to move from the traditional, obviously, yes, the beaches will still be there, but uh, people are looking, so, like you you, you, you you, rightly explained, it's beyond what they've known for for years. In terms of a destination point of view, what do you think should be done or what is being done to, as it were, improve or diversify on its uh, offering?
1: Um, for us, uh, for the company in general, for Rogers Hospitality, sustainability has become a, a huge... Um, demands and um, we are working so hard towards that uh, if you look at uh, even our what you call the hotels um, in the south you know they're working extremely hard to so that everybody understands that being a sustainable company is is important um, they focus a lot on it and I think for the future to preserve what we already have you know to um, to preserve what we have and basically to make sure that uh, you know the people that will come in the future will be able to see these beauties that we 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 take care of um you know like this coral restorations um which is really needed because you know despite our corals we we have cyclones that come in the side uh, it destroys it you know and um what we also trying to do is to make sure that uh, you know the People that will visit us in the future will be able to see that. So we're growing it up again. Um, there's green key in the hotels. We're trying to, like here in particular. Look, um, when you went for dinner last night, did you get a glass bottle of water? No, no, no. Have no, 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 you I seen mean, a plastic? No, yeah, yeah. So have you seen a plastic bottle of it's, water it's, no, everywhere? I'm not. Okay, we yeah. produce our own water here. We have um, sparkling and still, okay. and our the one that you think is plastic is not plastic. It's bio, bio, yeah. bio. So basically, it's from um, created from uh, vegetables, you know. And there is no plastic. We're completely it, taking we'll out plastic, out. you know. Okay. Um, it's things like this here that I think um, will preserve future generations who are visiting Mauritius, you know. Okay,
0: yeah. finally, you have an interesting uh, uh, journey. Yeah. I- I Tell us. How you got into the industry, when uh, you left (laughs) Mauritius, and other places that you've been in?
1: So basically um, places, um, well for me it was different because I left Mauritius when I was 6, grew up in South Africa, did my schooling, uh, tertiary education in South Africa, Um, after that I worked, I went to work on cruise liners, I wanted to travel the world, uh, Queen Elizabeth II, the Coronia, Queen Mary II. Um, in 2005 I decided no, I wanted to come home, I wanted to be able to work in Mauritius. Um, obviously it was something completely new for me and um, then I, this is where the beginning of my career in a way. Um, I worked in companies like Hilton, the Elboro Mauritius, Beach Combe. Then I left Mauritius and I went to the Seychelles uh, for almost 10 years or 10 years you can say. I um, liked that area, I uh, loved this place. Um, And then uh, in between, I left for the Caribbean. I worked with the Marne Resorts in the Caribbean. In the Seychelles, I worked for the Constance Group at Ephelia and Lemuria. Then decided that um, it's time to come home and uh, share what I've been doing over the years, what I've learned over the years, you know, and maybe this will make a difference here in Mauritius.
0: Okay, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you.